안녕하세요. I'm Grace. And I'm Sarah. We're Asian K-drama fans who love to ask and hopefully find answers to all of our and your Asian drama questions. We cover everything from silly topics to sensitive and serious issues that come up as we binge. We'll also share some Korean and Chinese language tips, as well as our experiences as diaspora Asians living in the UK and US. Join us as we delve into the details and context of the dramas we all love. Hi, everyone. We're back for our follow-up pod on Grace's recent trip to Korea. So I think uh, for those of you who might listened to our first pod, we we said at the end of it that we would actually revisit with Grace and she was going to come and tell us all about her trip um, that she made. Uh, so the first podcast that we put out, yeah, you can go back and listen to. It was a set of uh, tips and things about traveling to Korea uh some from my very short trip and then a lot of it from Grace's time in career in the past um, but now we're going to have an up-to-date experience of Grace's travel in career so I'm really <laughs> excited so as you may recall she was going to go back for the first time in 10 years and it was also the first time taking her kids so you survived you're still here <laughs> how did it go I did I did um so I have been back for over a month now, and it really does still feel a bit like a blur, but I do have some reflections and learnings <laughs> <laughs> that um, I thought I could share. Um, so first, it was definitely a trip worth taking, despite challenges. <laughs> and I'm already thinking about what to do on my next trip. Oh, um, nice. yeah, <laughs> I, I want to do a longer trip next time. But second, um, traveling internationally with a six year old is no joke, <laughs> um, which, you know, I don't think I properly took into account <laughs> ahead of time. So the third thing I want um, to share is that um you know, I've really focused on like planning last time. Yes. Yeah. But I'm going to amend my earlier recommendation about doing your research and doing all this planning with a reminder to also keep an open mind and stay flexible. Because, you know, the best laid plans of mice and men. Um, so usually people like go dot, dot, dot. And then <laughs> so I had to look up how this quote ends. Oh, yeah. They often go awry. The best laid plans of mice and men often go awry. Um, yeah. I looked it up and it's actually from a Robert Burns poem. So the original is in Scottish, like a Scottish dialect. And it's the best laid schemes of mice and men. Gang aft a glay. I would never have known. Anyway, <laughs> but I looked it up for this because, you know, um, it's very apt for um, traveling and especially international traveling. Um, and even if you don't have a six-year-old travel companion, there is the possibility of a six-year-old travel companion type travel challenge in everyone's life. <laughs> so... <laughs> I think it's generally a good attitude to adopt this, you know, stay flexible, stay open-minded, um, you know, that attitude for, for travel. This is, so this is a good, this is a good tip. So Grace and I have kids <laughs> that are very similar in age. So I am about to go on an international travel and about like in about a month's time. 
um, with my seven and my nine-year-old um, who are both challenging in just different ways. So you basically have to manage like twice the number of challenges because yeah, um, they need to be adapted for in different ways. So yeah, I am definitely taking your advice on keeping it flexible because I'm like, I'm very similar to you, I think. Like my, my instinct right now is I'm going to plan this and I'm going to go, right, so on this day, I was actually having a panic the other day. I was thinking like, I haven't, I haven't planned enough. I haven't planned enough. Um, but then I was reading your script today and I was like, you know what? She's right. I think I'm just going to have like a ballpark idea of things that we could potentially yeah. do. Yeah. And then, yeah. So, so what were some of the things that were unexpected or pleasant surprises or other things that you meant that you had to adapt to? Um, actually the first was a pleasant surprise. Um, so the first big thing I found when traveling to Korea, uh, it started on the plane, just like with you. Yeah. <laughs> um, people spoke to me like the, you know, the flight attendants spoke to me in Korean. And I was um, very pleasantly surprised that mostly intelligible Korean would come out of my mouth in response. <laughs> it was more like they understood what I was saying. <laughs> and I was so relieved, honestly. <laughs> um, it was it was unexpected for me because I, I'm so used to doing my broken Korean and my half Korean, half English with my with my parents. Yeah. So like actually formulating like full sentences and paragraphs in Korean. Um, like, yeah, I was I was very truly like surprised and very happy about it. Um, and <laughs> yeah, and honestly, like I found it so amazing that like for the first few cab rides we took, yeah. I like carried on extensive conversations with the cab driver. <laughs> they were probably like, oh my goodness, this woman is so talkative. <laughs> um, <laughs> and you know, I like learned about like, you know, one cab driver, like his entire family had immigrated to the US, like right. including, you know, like all his siblings and his his children and he was just the only one i should oh have asked God. him like oh are you here because your parents are still here i, I forgot to ask him that but that was probably yeah. the reason like somebody probably had to stay with yeah. you know the elderly parents but oh wow yeah um so yeah that was that was a really pleasant surprise um the second surprise was not as pleasant right. um it <laughs> It was finding out that Korean cars and vans don't all have three-point seat belts, you know, with the shoulder belt. Some of them have just lap belts, and they don't all have like child seat anchors. Oh. And I didn't, I hadn't even considered that as a possibility because, of course, I hadn't traveled as like a safety-conscious parent <laughs> in Korea before. <laughs> Um, so unfortunately, um, like we didn't end up using, you know, the van service that I had um, planned on using. And so we didn't go to the Korean folk village and Taejanggum uh. Park. But actually, that might have been for the best, because the third thing I discovered is that my six year old in particular really does not like going out on full day car trips. Yeah. Like we had some some heated negotiations and arguments based on like having to do this a couple times. <laughs> but so, you know, perhaps the canceled plans um, were blessings in disguise. 
Um, and you know, like, I don't know why I was surprised because at home he hates leaving the house also. <laughs> so I don't know why I thought he would magically just be like, yay, we're traveling. So I'm going to be cool with like going out <laughs> sightseeing. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking, honestly. Yeah, that was maybe a little um, bit optimistic. Yeah, hey, so did, yeah was it was the... a little too optimistic, yeah. Was the train better? Was the train better? Like, did he was he okay on the train um, to Busan? He was okay on the train to Busan, um, and that was probably just because he had screens like to uh, look at yeah. <laughs> the whole way. Um, and that's it's harder to do on in cars because of you know car sickness and stuff. But yeah. you know, with the train, it's like smooth. There aren't yeah. that many stops. And things like that. And, you know, like you didn't need to be buckled into, you know, car seat. So a little bit more wiggle room, like literal wiggle yeah. room for him because he's a pretty like wiggly guy. Yeah. So, so yeah, the train wasn't as bad. Okay, good. But yeah, the, I mean, the, the funny thing about the, the seatbelt situation is that after I returned, like I really started to notice that the more modern dramas are very, very intentional about having the characters buckle up. Yeah. Um, it hadn't occurred to me before that it's strange that there's so many car scenes that like spend like precious seconds making sure the characters all buckle up. And I thought it was like part of the romance and stuff yeah. like that. But the, yeah. the place where I really noticed it was in Our Blues, which I watched after I came back from Korea. Right. Um, where, oh, now I've forgotten the, <laughs> the character's name. But you know, the last vignette where it's Lee Byung-hun's character and his yeah. his his character's mom like yeah. kind of and their story yeah. like seeing him buckle her up just seemed incongruous and then right. I was like oh maybe because he like hated her sort of yeah. <laughs> uh, spoiler alert not really a spoiler but uh but I thought oh maybe you know dramas are like doing like kind of a public service announcement subtly yeah. like yeah everyone buckle up just in the same way as where they don't show on-screen smoking and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So oh. anyway, yeah. So that connected back to drama watching. I was like, Oh, the seatbelt thing is like, cause I looked it up. The seatbelt thing only recently, the Korean government, like over the past two or three years, the Korean government mandated like new cars have to have, you know, the three point seatbelts and the car seat anchors. But That's like crazy. in the States, like at least in my state, California, it's been like mandated since I don't know, like two thousand yeah. before that. So it's or been I, you know, yeah. I don't almost twenty five years. Yeah, I don't even remember a time when there wasn't three belt. I mean, it just makes me, it just makes me wonder because obviously Korea exports so many of its cars. So like, did they mm -hmm. have to put special three point anchors and charred anchors into all of the cars that they make either abroad or export abroad? Because right. only recently have they had to do that for their own country. Yeah, yeah. So um, I guess, you know, it's still kind of a new thing that everyone wears their seatbelt. There you maybe. go. So it's a public safety announcement when right, they do it in right. K-dramas. Yeah. Like, I've only really noticed it in scenes where it's like a romance thing. You know, like this, right. the guy suddenly reaches over and the woman's yeah, all like, yeah. oh, my God, he's oh like, my getting near to me. Is he going to like... Yeah. 
and then it's actually he's just doing her seatbelt yeah exactly <laughs> exactly and I thought that was just the plot point but then like I started noticing it more and more like hey like even when it's not you know the romantic gesture they're yeah. making sure to click that belt every time <laughs> so there you go yeah. guys wear the seatbelts everyone <laughs> right so um so highlights what were your main highlights do you have because we in the first part I think I did a kiss marry kill thing on things I did in Seoul um yeah do you have I think it was a Patreon question that was it yeah I do I do have that I think for this trip and and that's my disclaimer it's for this trip and for the specific experiences and a lot of that really had to do with like how much my kids enjoyed it yes yeah. or w- how much they were like dragging their feet yeah. and, and whining and yeah, <laughs> yeah. and it, so it's not necessarily about the place because it, it really is an experiential um rating <laughs> I'm giving right now <laughs> um okay so kiss and this is, I think, the same as yours, is Nantan Tower. Uh. And the funny thing is, when I got to Nantan Tower this time, I was like, oh, my God, this does not look familiar. <laughs> like the actual like different places. I was like, have I actually been here before? Because last time I was like, oh, yeah, I totally went to Nantan Tower. <laughs> and, and I'm not sure that I have either that or I've like flipped around like memories and I can't remember things exactly right because it was too long ago because I would have gone in like 2000 and yeah it is <laughs> so, that's a long time um, ago to be fair so yeah I'm not sure if I actually had gone before but this time um it was really nice like I I feel like they've they've done a really good job of like making it an experience um yeah we you know we rode the tram up we didn't do the hike because yeah. I was not going to drag my kids. No, that wasn't going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we took the tram up and then in that, in the, the tower plaza, they were having like a martial arts demonstration. And my kids oh. thought it was so cool because it was like someone doing like um, kind of moves with a sword right. at first. Yeah. And then the second demonstration was they like set up these like bundles of hay. And so like then they had different weapons and they would like do moves and then cut the bundles of hay. Oh. Um, so it was really cool. Yeah. And then after that, we went up the tower and they like have this. Did they have the like the space shuttle screen? Uh, yeah, elevator. All thing, sides yeah. of the elevator. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was fun and like going around the, you know, 360 windows with like where they've put all of the, like, if you look out this window, you're facing San Francisco, Los Angeles, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. Did you see that? Yeah. Thing? And then it has to, yeah. like, does it have the, di- I've forgotten that, does it have the distance of how far away it is as well? Yeah. So you can yeah, actually find, find your like home city and go like that. It's right. in that and direction. Do, and point out the window and be like yay and take pictures yeah so I mean it was fun and you know the the bathrooms of course yes yes (laughs) so so just for those people who didn't do Nam Santel so the the elevator thing we're talking about was basically because it's quite obviously quite far up so the elevator is uh and it's not super fast it's just a normal but there's quite a lot of floors to go to so in the meantime they play these have these flat screens on the ceiling and around the top of the elevator so they play these scenes out right so it it feels like a movie like you're in this elevator and they're kind of 
shooting you up Nan Sam Tao so I'm, I can imagine it would be really cute for the kids um, yeah yeah they enjoyed, they enjoyed it. it yeah and then the the bathrooms they are they are floor-to-ceiling windows so at first, <laughs> at first, it's really disorientating because you're like, oh, my God, like people can see me pee. And then you realize that no one can see you pee because you are very <laughs> high up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I was like, thank goodness it's daytime. So it's not like because I imagine if you go at night. So I went at night. And you're. Oh, you did. <laughs> <laughs> OK, maybe maybe it is disconcerting Like, because then the, the light is on. Yes, and it's and dark F- outside. outside. Is dark, yeah. <laughs> so it's easier to see in, but of course, you know, it's still too high for everyone. It so too, you're too right. High, yeah. 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 No, yeah. I, I didn't think about how high it was. And I was like, oh, thank goodness. It's it's the daytime. So it's not like I'm lit up going <laughs> pee here and then like it's dark outside so people can see it. But yeah, yeah, it's too high for that. But it's very cool. It's very cool. To, it's a great shot. Yeah. So I, yeah, I was there taking pictures from the toilet. <laughs> of like Mm -hmm. the view from the toilet it's not I think it's still on my Instagram reels in case anyone wants to check it out it's in my soul highlights (laughs) I think I have pictures too so we'll we'll have a night in the day (laughs) contrast we can we can put it up on um, on our Instagram yeah yeah at afternoon (laughs) okay and then so Mary was the Kangchon rail bike if you drive like an hour and a half outside of Seoul it's an hour and a half without traffic. Right. It's like three hours if it's traffic. Ask me how I know. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have traffic, Grace? Oh my gosh. It was so bad. Okay, no, no. It was like it was like two and a half hours of traffic on the way back. But um, so if you drive into the area of a, a, a city called Chuncheon, mm. um, there's there's Alpaca World and there's uh, a rail bike area. And there's also this area called Nami Island, but I wasn't that interested in Nami Island because I thought like, oh, you know, people say it's beautiful and picturesque, but my kids won't care if it's beautiful no. and picturesque. Yeah. So so we <laughs> so we just did Alpaca World and the Kangchon Rail Bike. And it's basically a four-seater bike. My husband and I did the pedals and my yeah. kids just rode. And it's like beautiful countryside and rice paddies. And you're like, you know, you you bike around. I think it's like a little over eight kilometers. So it's on a track. And that it's on a track. So you're like um, a little carriage on a track. Is that right? Yes. You're a yeah, little okay, carriage right. on a track. And there's a little bit of a power assist, I think, on the bike. So it, it's not that difficult. Yeah. Um, so and, and then you go through these tunnels that used to be train tunnels, but basically they now have all of these all these like led light displays and music so it's it's like really fun um and it's sort of outdoorsy and sort of active and like my whole family enjoyed it so that's that's what i settled on for mary Um, i could i could have included the alpaca world experience except i kind of felt bad for the alpacas (laughs) (laughs) oh really I mean, okay, so I didn't feel bad for the alpacas at first. Yeah. Um, but there's a part of the alpaca world experience where you go and you can walk an alpaca. Mm. And I don't recommend this part of the experience if you like, you know, have, you know, concerns about 
animal welfare and you like respect the sentience of animals and things like that because like the alpaca is basically on a leash and the alpaca just wants to graze on the grass and stuff that's along the path and you have to pull it if you want it to go places and I felt so bad like we we cut it short because it's like usually you get it for like maybe 15 or 20 minutes but like we cut it short because I was like I don't want to pull this alpaca around I feel bad for it. All it wants to do is graze on the grass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's why it's not part of my my Mary. Cool. And then the kill part, and this is maybe sacrilegious, is (laughs) Buddha's birthday. (laughs) It's Buddha's birthday. So Buddha's birthday is what? It's a festival in, in Korea? Yes. Yeah. It's like a holiday, just like Christmas is. You know, like Jesus's birthday and Buddha's birthday, like both holidays. In okay. Korea. Right. So, um, but it's supposed to be this awesome festival where there's like all these lit lanterns everywhere. Ah, and the okay. pictures I've seen of it are gorgeous. And I wish that like we had had that experience, but it was pouring down rain right. for Buddha's birthday <laughs> when we were there. And so we couldn't really walk around and enjoy the lit lanterns. Yeah. And also it made traffic horrible. Oh. It, it, uh, it made traffic horrible and it shut down Cheongdeokgu. Okay, so <laughs> the day after Buddha's birthday, yeah. we tried to go to Gyeongbokgu yeah. with our hanboks. And then yes. we realized, oh, no, this is the day it's normally closed. Uh. And so then we went to Cheongdeokgu. Oh, cha- sorry, Chang- Changdeokgu. Anyway, it's yeah. the it's the second yeah Changdeokgung. It's the second palace. It's the one that the kings actually um, preferred to live in because Changdeokgung yeah, is this s- grand, yeah. big open space, and Changdeokgung is more like intimate and it's like the livable. one with the it's one with the secret, the secret garden. garden. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. the one with the secret garden, but it's not like wide open where it's like from the gate all the way back to the residences is one straight line. It's not like yeah. that. You kind of have to meander through it. Yeah. And so like, I actually watched uh, this variety show on the way to Korea with uh, Yu Jae-sok, ah. um, the, the, the host that, the, we, that we talked about to, with, Sophie, with, yeah. with Sophie. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so he was, he was speaking to like a, uh, a professor of like antiquities and stuff like that and or, or history and he said you know the professor said you know Changdeokgung is the one that most of the kings preferred to live in because mm. it wasn't like hey so grand and wide open it was like you know more home-like home-like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So we tried to go there and it was supposed to be open but it was closed because it was the day after buddha's birthday oh so, so i was like buddha's birthday just ruined buddha's no <laughs> yeah but it was but so hey, beautiful to see the outside so did you guys get dressed up in hanbok did you hire we did oh. we did so we got dressed up in okay so some of us actually brought our own hanbok ah. because i i had my own hanbok uh, from my wedding ah, so <laughs> and nice. my mom also had her hanbok from my wedding and so that, and they're like these pretty like um, royal handbooks. I'll I'll post a picture at some point. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But they're like these pretty like royal type handbooks, um, and it was so hot. But it was it was we got some nice pictures. 
And then, and then my husband and my dad and my sister, they, they rented, they rented. And those were nice too. Oh, and those then the nice. kids, did so, you do kids like oh, mini handbooks? Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I actually had kids handbooks because like for, for their school, they do like a Lunar New Year celebration. So oh. I had gotten handbooks for them before. Oh, so. so they so wore their handbooks too. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So it was nice. We took pictures of the outside, <laughs> but yeah, so we got some nice pictures, but unfortunately we didn't get to go in. Um, I mean, not that we would have lasted very long. I think, honestly, we may have like been there for, you know, an hour yeah. or so. Yeah. Well, see, may maybe serendipity, maybe, maybe you're due to go when the kids are like, hopefully when they're a bit older and they are actually yeah. interested in, that's true. No, yeah. I mean, it's just the six. <laughs> it's just my six year old. Um, I, and I think that's like a normal, like developmentally that he's like totally not interested. My nine year old, like loved everything. I think yeah. out of everyone on the entire trip, I think yeah. she enjoyed herself the most oh the whole time that's so great because she didn't have to worry about anything right like I'm like stressed out because I'm planning and trying to get everyone yeah. <laughs> everyone where they're supposed to be but like she's like oh I just have to like go where mom tells me and wow look at all this cool stuff oh. <laughs> so she had a blast actually <laughs> oh great yeah I think yeah I think I think also I mean I don't know if you guys had a lot of time for shopping but I think Korea is quite good for shopping for that mm -hmm. age group as well like I I remember when yeah. I was walking around thinking like my girl would just be going nuts all this cute stuff like uh -huh. everything is just so cute um so cute yeah, yeah and she loves all of those trinkets and like accessories right and, yeah and everything so yeah yeah totally the the couple of times we actually took them shopping <laughs> Because we were like, do we really want to come down loaded, come back home loaded with like five billion tiny things that now we don't know where to put them? <laughs> and like, <laughs> we'll have to keep them forever, <laughs> um, including all the packaging. Do your kids do this where it's like they save everything, like everything is a precious item? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I I do the thing. I, it's probably like trampling on their rights and things, but generally, <laughs> I have I wait until they go to school or to a holiday club, and then I have a massive clear out, and I basically yeah. just go right. They have not touched this. This thing is broken. You know, they just yeah. have like sentimental value for everything. They just want right. to, or, or you're about to throw it out, and they suddenly go, "No, I really want to play with this." And you're like, "You haven't played with it for three years." And then they're <laughs> like, "Yeah, but now I really love it. It's my new favorite thing." So, I know, I know. It's true. You have to sneak it. I mean, yeah. just to you know maintain some sanity, you yes. have to. I mean, but I I haven't. Like, I have piles of stuff like in my garage, yeah. but. Yeah, eventually it'll happen. I'll clean it out. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, so you did relent and do some shopping then? We did relent and do some shopping. Yeah, yeah. we um we did the Myeongdong, you know, At the underground um, mall. Yeah, underground mall. Um, they got a bunch of cute socks, and we did some shopping at the K. The, yeah, the K-pop K drama store. Uh, it's really get... small, but it's like packed full of stuff. <laughs> yeah. So did yeah. you get yourself your I no, I didn't. I didn't get an opa pillow because, well, actually, I didn't honestly see an opa pillow. 
<laughs> and then I had the same dilemma like that I had with the kids. I was like, okay, I want to buy all this stuff. But then what am I going to do with it <laughs> when I get home? Like I, I don't have like an extra apartment to build a shrine like Leah. <laughs> like, <yes. laughs> that's um, true. It's yeah. true. You, you can't so... do your ode, your ode to sugar. Um, yeah, I have a small K drama shelf. That's kind of how I. That's because I bought. That I bought three. Healthy. Yeah, I bought three figurines. <laughs> Leah's version isn't like it's like whatever. Like, well, <laughs> whatever if I had your vote, yeah. if I had my own separate apartment, I can't. I I probably would be yeah. turning it into a K drama shine. So I'm just jealous of her space. Yeah, but yeah. yeah so absolutely. I have um, I have yeah a tiny little K drama shrine, but um. Yeah, and it's yeah. it's in shot when I do Zoom, like with uh, work and things. So some people have said, like, who who are those? What's that thing on the? <laughs> <laughs> is it is it um in the shot on purpose? Yeah, it is. It is. But you have to be you have to be kind of no nosy to kind of notice it though, because you you have to be kind of scanning my shelves and thinking like, yeah, hmm. yeah. Yeah, no, I I like that. It's like you get to talk about that stuff more. Exactly, exactly. Okay. Do you want to? Rec- I Shall I-, I recommend you a K drama? This is like <laughs> yeah. all I want people to do. I, I just want people to come and ask me and go. Do you know what? I fancy starting a K drama. Can you recommend yeah. me? And then I'm like, right, sit down. Let's. <laughs> how how much time do you have? Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think I just maybe am not um, self-assured enough to do that kind of thing. I I might have to examine this. Like, (laughs) I think I would think like, I think I would feel like I was being judged. And yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I need to reflect. I need to reflect reflect. on that. (laughs) I, I must. I must, I must develop more pride in my love of game drama. <laughs> it's funny because I feel like I've got this is a bit tangential, but I feel like I kind of went through a little bit of this because um like in Asia, um women that are quite a bit older still like really cutesy things. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. um so like when I was in my twenties and I was traveling to Asia and stuff um Sanrio like Sanrio right, uh, the, yeah. uh, products were a with big Hello thing Kitty for, yeah so Hello uh-huh. Kitty is a big one but obviously they have a whole phalanx of cartoon right right if you don't find if Hello Kitty's not your thing and it's not my thing like she doesn't even have a mouth so like I have an issue <laughs> with her like but Hello Kitty's not my thing but they have like these other super super cute characters and yes, you could just yes. get everything in these characters right you can get like bottles and pencil cases and stuff and I just found like I was going to go, I just decided, you know, I don't care. I'm just going to rock up to wherever with my cute stuff and just embrace like mm-hmm. my Asian, my Asian female side that says that I want to have like a whole sack full of Sanrio merch. So I feel like I went on a journey a bit with that already <laughs> in my twenties. That's, that's good. Yeah. So yeah. did you, um, spa because spa was on your list of um oh I did yeah I did spa um it was a little awkward though because my my family uh are among the vanishing minority of uh families who are still like masking indoors ah and stuff so that was definitely now we had talked about in theory kind of easing up on it and like choosing Korea as the time to ease up on it, but that didn't end up happening. 
right. as much as I thought. I mean, like we did eat indoors a few times and things like that. So it happened a little, but I went um, to Spa Land in Busan. It's called Spa Land Centum City. And it's like inside this very, very fancy Shinsegae Mall. Ah. Um, and it was really, really nice. It's, yeah. you know, it has uh, like multiple stories. Um, there's like the, the bathing area with like multiple, like I would say a dozen different pools of water at different temperatures and like to like soak in before you, you know, go get your body roughly, ex- you know, exfoliated yeah, yeah. and say a scrub, scrub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't do the scrub. I uh, tried out all, like a bunch of these little pools. I tried out a few of the like sauna type things. There was like one that was, you know, made out of salt bricks, like in uh, Crash Landing on You. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, yeah, the yeah. Ducklings. yeah, yeah, yeah. The ducklings went. They didn't have the little salt um, pebbles to play with, unfortunately. So <laughs> it was made out of the salt bricks, but I didn't get to play with the salt pebbles. Um, and then there were like, like cold rooms and like, steam rooms and just very very hot rooms um and and they all have like different things yeah i can't remember exactly but it's like made out of different woods and like heated with different types of heating and so i did that and then there's like um there's like an outdoor part where it's just foot baths oh and i got my beer and i went and soaked my feet and had a beer and that was really nice (laughs) so it it was really um I recommend it oh and I like stopped someone it was really funny I stopped someone because they were wearing the the towel oh the princess princess thing and I was like where do you get one of those and I like asked her in Korean and she was like I don't speak Korean (laughs) (laughs) and then I was like oh okay okay so I switched to English and she was like actually I just looked it up on YouTube <laughs> and made it myself. And so I like made my own. I did the same thing. I looked it up on YouTube. I made my own and like I had my beer and I soaked my feet and it was really nice. <laughs> so like, so did other, so are you up to date with King the Land? I'm not up to date. I only, I've only watched one episode. I'm up to date with um, See You in See My, you in my See 19th. You in My 19th Life. Okay. I'm, I'm up to date on King the Land. So I have to, so my, so there's a scene, quite an extended scene where they're in the spa and they have these Princess Leia towels, but like they all have them. So like in your spa, did they not all have them or you just happened no. to pick the one person that had them, but didn't speak Korean. So she was like that. I mean, she was probably a K-drama fan then as well. <laughs> yeah, I think she was. I think she definitely was. Um, no, they, it, most people did not have them. Ah. There was there was only like a handful of people with these buns on, and I was like, ooh, you know. So I stopped like the second person I saw. Yeah. And she 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 looked it up. Yeah. Yeah, she looked it up, and that's I was good. like, oh, that's what you're supposed to do. Uh... So you know, this is a tip for people who go in the future. Like, don't don't wait for somebody to give you a, a Princess Leia bun towel. Do Make your one yourself. Do your prep. Look it up. And yeah. You, that's so cool. Right. So that's myth busting then. Myth busting. Yeah. These, because they all had them in King the Land. So this is obviously yeah. not, not actually common. So the other King the Land thing is, um, so at this point, 
Lee Jun Ho is uh, obviously a chaebo, but he's pretending not to be a chaebo, just pretending to be like a normal manager. But obviously, mm-hmm. the running one of the running gags through the com- comedy, the rom com, is that he has not experienced normal people's food. So, like, he hasn't eaten in the convenience store. He um, ah. hasn't really tried. Like, he doesn't know that the broth is free when you have one of those fish sticks at the uh-huh. stand, like the f- street food stand. And then he's at this spa and it's like the first time he's ever eaten these like soy, I think they're soy marinated eggs. But anyway, the eggs. Oh, they could be. They could be, but they could also just be baked eggs. Ah. Because there are. um, So when I was growing up, my um, grandma's sister-in-law ran a spa like this. Ah, So I grew up going to them and Ah. there was a type of spa called a hanjinmak. Uh-huh. where it's like a beehive shaped thing right. and they would literally put eggs into the sauna right and, and they, they would bake, bake and they in the sauna in the sa- ah. along with the people <laughs> you would bake there with the eggs okay, and they would so turn brown the ah and they come brown yeah so i thought they were yeah. brown because so of the it soy. could be the soy sauce egg um. or it could be the baked egg so anyway, in this scene, he just will not stop eating these eggs because it's like the first time he's ever eaten them and they're like really amazing for him. So mm-hmm. did you eat eggs, Grace? <laughs> I didn't because I didn't see the eggs. Because Okay, so this was a, a way fancier spa uh, than I yeah. had ever been to because I grew up going to, you know, my neighborhoods, my yeah. relatives, yeah, my relatives um, spa. And it was like it was a nice spa, but it was like more traditional. And this mm. one was like fancy. So I didn't know where to get an egg. And I was just like, I was just like, I'm going to have my beer and enjoy, you know, like I, I didn't. Um, oh, no, actually, you know what? I didn't need the egg because my sister had gone to a spa when we were in Seoul together and she right. had brought back like oh. a dozen of these eggs. So we were eating them for breakfast, oh. <laughs> like a few days. So, OK, that's the reason why I didn't go find an egg. Because you were egged she had out already, right. I, I egged yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And those were the baked ones. They weren't the soy sauce ones. So, so. Do, do, do they taste really different than these baked eggs? Um, They don't taste that different. They are slightly, um, shoot, there are words in Korean and I can't think, that, like more chewy. So in Korean, you would say like, Jorgit has like there's like a more of a bite a chewiness to it. Uh, okay. Yes. And gozohe gozohe is like is a little bit nutty. Ah. Um, so there's a nuttiness to it because it's baked. Because it's baked. Um, ah. But it's not like like overwhelmingly like different. You know, flavored yeah. like ah. a soy sauce egg would be like oh wow that has lots of flavor. You yes. Because yeah. there's the kind that like they they put like peppers and garlic in it and it's mm. like. Infused. It's very savory, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but you know, these are more subtle. Got you, got you. Yeah. Oh, good. I'm glad we cleared that <laughs> up. Very topical since it's in King the Land recently. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And you know, maybe my experience is not typical. Like maybe it's because it was a fancy yes, spot that fancy they didn't spot. hand yeah. you the the Princess Leia bun towel. Maybe in like regular spas, they just Oops that's part of it mm-hmm. maybe that's part mm-hmm. of the outfit that they give you i don't we know need to, we need to go back and uh or, or someone, yeah. someone needs to cut anyone who's been to a more average spa just gonna <laughs> message us. 
Or we should go ask, yeah. we'll, go, we'll come back and ask Sophie. Like, we'll get Sophie back and, like, the questions will be even weirder than the first time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Sounds funny. good. So, <laughs> I'm sure uh, she'll be excited about that. I'm sure she'll <laughs> like to. We'll be there going, Princess Leia. So we have to explain Princess Leia. And then she'll be like, okay. Right. I mean, you- Star Wars is global. I'm sure she would know. <laughs> Oh, but she's, I'm sure she'll think we're so weird, like these K-drama fans just obsessing over what hair towel things people wear I to spa. Know. I know. Then, so <laughs> the other thing that you wrote in the script was pocha, is it pocha? Yeah, the, um, so pocha is a abbreviation for pojang matcha. Pojang matcha mm. is the, is the full word, um, but pocha is how people abbreviate it and say it casually. So, Grace, so these are the orange beer tents that we see everywhere in Cray Dramas, is that right? Yes, yes, yeah. So, um, my husband specifically, he was like, I don't care if we do anything else in Korea. I want to go to a pojang matcha. Yes. <laughs> And so um, we, we, during the time when we were first in Seoul, when we had childcare, um, one of the nights, I think it was only one of two nights where it wasn't pouring down rain. <laughs> yeah. um, we went um, to find Pojang uh, Matcha. And we went to one area at first and it wasn't quite right because like I had found a blog that like listed several different areas. And this first area that we went to, it was mostly like, it was mostly like regular restaurants and bars with a kind of a spilling out effect oh, into okay, the street. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so it wasn't quite the right vibe. So then we went to this other area. It's basically one street that's in between two of the major downtown um, uh, subway stops, Ujiro yeah. Samga and Jongno Samga, I think, okay. or Ilga. Um, so anyways, it was one of the Uchiro stops and one of the Chongno stops are like aligned on one street mm. and you, you cross, um, uh, Cheonggyecheon, you know, the yeah. little stream you cross oh, yeah, yeah, over yeah. it mm. to get from the one subway stop to the other subway stop. And so you, we crossed over Cheonggyecheon and then there's this street with just a big long row of, I think it was like six or seven little cooking stations and with their own like tents but it turns out that all of those were run by the same people oh okay so they were (laughs) so it wasn't like you know six or seven different people had congregated there it's just like they had set up six or seven different pojangmachas with the tents and the like folded chairs and and tables and it was like exactly like the k-drama experience except and i don't know if this is true everywhere or if it's true in that specific area in Seoul, but there was a minimum order requirement so you had to order three main dishes right to be able to sit and maybe they've instituted that as a thing because a lot of people just want to sit and have a k-drama experience yeah (laughs) just to like to deter the the you know tourists who are just getting a photo op (laughs) but um so that you have to order like well at, at least at that one you had to order um three main dishes then we ordered like two beers and one soju and we did so mix yeah 
Um, and that was nice. And we also did like shots as soju. We were, like, oh. soju. <laughs> Just for the experience, you know. Oh. It was fun. I will post pictures also. <laughs> oh, that was your mini date. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, <laughs> my sister tagged along because oh. she... <laughs> She also wanted to like when when she found out we were going out like to um to try that she was like oh I haven't done that either <laughs> so but it was nice it was a nice time uh, the three of us chatted and yeah and it was a really nice night we got um, very lucky with the weather other than the pouring down rain at the beginning because it was pretty mild yeah. throughout yeah oh, like kind of oh. like it gets hot during the day but it cools down at night type of thing oh. Yeah. So, um, oh, and then your accommodation, because you chatted about staying in Hanukkah and Airbnb. yeah, oh yeah, no, yeah. How did that? How did that work for you? So I had read a bunch of things uh, where people had discouraged people getting Airbnbs because you know you you never know what you're gonna get. Yeah. But um, the 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 two that I booked were with Superhosts, and I think those are more reliable. Mm. Um, they were both like good they had all the things that they said they had they both like um, met all you know our needs and I was really glad actually that we ended up doing the Airbnbs because the kitchen was key my children did not want to eat a lot of Korean food (laughs) (laughs) and I um, had foreseen that this was probably going to happen especially with the younger one yeah so I like brought like pasta and like like a jar of sauce and like a frozen thing of like pesto. <laughs> and like, so I like, I was able to make w- at least one meal a day for, um, for my younger one. My older one like eats more food, but my yeah. younger one really, the, the food restrictions are, are pretty rough. So um, at least one like solid meal a day for him was like was pa- was good yeah. because like I would have felt really terrible if he had just subsisted on like pastries <laughs> and like, you know, um, like milk <laughs> the entire time we were there. I honestly like we're living such a mirror life because this is this is what I'm really afraid of because my, my eldest will be fine he will eat anything but my youngest is like she just she just I think she's just scared of trying stuff that's not familiar to her mm-hmm. and so she and it kind of breaks my little Asian heart right because we're, we're going to Asia <laughs> this is like our big holiday in Asia and yeah. I am um, I'm not doing any planning like I said but the one thing I'm a little bit obsessed about is following these food bloggers in all the places uh-huh. I'm going and then just yeah. high, like just saving I've got about 200 posts saved now of all the places I want to go and eat in yeah. and, and like I'm just so like oh no I, I just know she's not gonna eat any of it um <sighs> so I also have simultaneously had to look up places for pizza places for pasta uh-huh. oh my god yes croissants she'll basically oh, subsist of croissants um yep. <laughs> And she was just like, so her her favorite thing is ham, like this sandwich ham. I think we have similar mm-hmm. ham in America. So it's the ultra processed, you know, like uh-huh. properly cut into a square, perfect yes. for a sandwich type ham, right? So yes. we went, last year went to Europe and Europe has amazing ham, right? So where we were, there were buffets and they had literally every single kind of European ham that you could ever wish for, but not 
the kind of processed ham that we <laughs> Brits and Americans eat, right? So she was like, right, right. this is not ham, mummy. I want my ham. I'm like, oh, it's like, no. it's prosciutto, it's parma ham, it's mortadella, it's German oh, salami. And she's just like, it's not ham, mummy. I can't eat it. And I was just like, oh, oh my God. No. Anyway, so now I'm kind of slightly dreading Asia. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, mm. I mean, yeah. I wish you luck. I wish you luck, honestly. Yeah, you I know, think I think maybe I should bring some boils. I'm beginning to now think I maybe need some emergency packets of pasta or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the life that I live because I saved all these restaurants on my cacao maps. Yeah, <laughs> and my neighbor map, um, and. Uh, we didn't go to very many of them, but we did while we were in Busan because we were in a hotel. Yeah, we had to like buy more food. We did find there was a New York pizza place, right? Like right off of Hande Beach, and the pizza was legit. Like oh, it actually tasted like really New York good. pizza. Oh wow! And it was called Gino's. We're gonna <laughs> and- we're gonna put this on the show notes, guys, in case you travel <laughs> with kids. Yes, that in case you travel with kids. Or you get like a little homesick halfway through your your Korean journey. And there's no shame in it. Honestly, it was really funny. Like we mostly did takeout, but um, it was like it was very like open to the air. So we actually ate in um, there once, too. And it was so funny sitting there because every table around us looked like our family. It was like. (laughs) Uh, it's like you know one Asian parent <laughs> one white parent I was like oh, wow hilarious. it's like it was it was like a memo had been published like <laughs> come here with your kids come here this is, their pizza. yeah and and my husband ordered buffalo wings um <laughs> And he was like, oh my goodness, these actually taste like buffalo wings. And I haven't had buffalo wings in years <laughs> back in America. And he's but... had them in Busan. <laughs> and he had them in Busan. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. But, you know, McDonald's is everywhere. <laughs> That's true. That's. I'm also thinking McDonald's will be my savior. Yeah. McDonald's is good. And also actually, yeah. um, Asian bakeries are really good. Right. Yes, Asian bakeries are good. Yeah. Yes, they're very good. The The thing, though, that I found out, because I went to a, a Paris Baguette, because mm. um, Paris Baguette is, was one of the bakeries that opened earliest in Korea. Korea. But what I found out was that they have a very different, um, like, bakery culture, I guess, because... In America, I can go to Paris Baguette yeah. and get croissants yeah. and pain au chocolat and, you know, guaveggi and stuff yeah. at like eight, eight in the morning. Right. Um, I went to Paris Baguette in Korea uh-huh. and they said, oh, our fresh pastries come out at 11. In the morning? Yeah, in the morning. They only had like the packaged breads available um, first thing in the morning because they opened at 730. And I was like, oh so i can get muffins and stuff but not the actual that europeans have ready at six o'clock in the yeah, morning it's it's really interesting though because then i went 
around the corner to like a bangjip, like a Korean bread shop. Right. And they had all of their their fresh breads. Oh, ready. First thing oh, in the okay. morning. So it was just very, very interesting to see like, like kind of just the different ways people do business mm. <laughs> in Korea, uh, like unexpected, you know, because like, I think we've mentioned before, like coffee shops open, like tend to open at like 10 o'clock. Yeah. So there's like lots of posts, like and blogs and things saying like, yeah, I was up early in the morning looking for a cup of coffee and I had to go to Starbucks, even yes. though there's like thousands and thousands of cute cafes, yeah, yeah, yeah. they open at 10. Yeah. So if you want, you know, a cup of coffee early in the morning, a lot of times you do have to go to the Starbucks. Yeah. The um, although, yeah. yeah. Although when we were uh, staying near Gyeong, Gyeongbokgung, yeah. um, the big palace, you know, um, we actually lucked out. There was like a nice, little coffee shop that opened at 8, 8 a.m. Um, so, yeah, we lucked out not having to go find a Starbucks. Starbucks. Because, you know, do a, do a neighborhood, you know, cafe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I mean, d very different kind of opening times, operating hours. It's, it's um, it, it was definitely a, a learning experience Yeah. with, with that. Um, also, um, alterations substitutions on food, not always possible. Mm. So, uh, I think Americans are pretty spoiled about that. I don't right. know about the UK where like you say, oh, like I can't have this or can you swap out this? Like pizza places would do it in Korea. Yeah. Um, I mean, pizza is very much like, you know, add what you want and whatever. So sure. I guess that's the expectation. But like we went to a pasta place in Gyeongju. Mm. So we did a day trip um, from... Uh, Busan to Gyeongju, which is like, it was the capital of Shilla, mm. which was a, uh, one of the earlier dynasties, not, not, we're, we're used to thinking about Joseon mm. dynasty, but this was the capital of Shilla. Um, and so it's like a lot more ancient things, big, um, funeral mounds, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, it's like got a, a bunch of UNESCO, world heritage sites and stuff like that. Um, but we went to this very cute pasta place and we sat down and we were like, I know this is not on your menu, but is it possible to do plain pasta? <laughs> Just plain pasta <laughs> for my youngest? Oh, you live my life. Is you so did, right? yeah. <laughs> plain pasta for my youngest. And they were like, sorry, we can't do that. <laughs> so we all four of us got up and left. And found a pastry shop to have lunch in. <laughs> I was like, this would never happen in America. Because they yeah. would see the four of us and be like, okay, we can sell them food. <laughs> yeah. Well, it just that doesn't make sense, does it? Like, yeah. 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 But I mean, I mean, I also, I could understand it. Like, you know, that maybe that's just not the culture uh, of like drastically altering what you have on offer. Mm. Um you know, it could be, yeah. So maybe that is like the the cultural thing because I, I I asked I asked at other places also, and it was um, difficult. Like, yeah, yeah, just to like don't include this one ingredient. This yeah. this abalone. Can we not have the abalone in the chicken soup? No, yeah. that's not possible. <laughs> so I was like, okay, all right. So that so that's um, and maybe it's like a pride in the the food that they have planned like yeah 
if I change the ingredients, I can't be sure that I'm feeding you something I would be proud to serve. Maybe yeah. something like that. Yeah. Um, so, that makes, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Right. So, um, and traveling around, how was, how was that for you guys, especially with kids? Um, it was okay. Um, so we did a, a mix of subway and taxis. And just like you said, you know, mostly taxis are cheap. And they're easy and we use cacao taxi and that was like to call them and that mm. was like pretty simple cool. and um yeah uh pretty much no problems on that end um, but we did learn the hard way that koreans like to do their demos um <laughs> and it's not just like a k-drama thing with the demonstrations you know um like there were a couple different times where the police like shut down big streets, like right. big major streets um, in the middle of the city because there were demonstrations. Uh. And one of those times was when we were taking a cab from our first Airbnb to Seoul Station yeah. to catch our train to Busan. Oh, no. <laughs> a projected, when, when we pulled up the app, it was supposed to be a 15 to 17 minute ride. Yeah. We got in the car. Yeah. And then the streets got shut down and it oh. took over an hour. Oh so we God. missed our train. You and we had to rebook. Oh yeah, we no. missed our train, but it was fine. It, we we got lucky because we were able to rebook like right away. And so it was not oh a problem. God. But that's yeah. so stressful yeah. though, as well, right? Yeah. Oh. So that's that's not just for the movies and the dramas, like you know the demonstrations are are, are real <laughs> they're real I, I like that it's real like yeah go yeah. no I like that too. I, yeah yeah I I really feel like it's a it's it's a good thing that you know that Koreans have like this this culture of like we will protest we have the right to protest yeah, yeah. no because when there were those massive um protests with um oh that that president was it Park Geun-hye or something I think her name was um, like two presidents ago the cor- with her, the her corruption, corruption. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, corruption scandals. And I, I was amazed that these massive protests actually led to some change, like people mm. resign, you know, step down, um, impeachment, all this stuff. And so, yeah, I think that's really powerful that Koreans, you know, can mobilize like that and, you know, make yeah. change happen. Yeah. Definitely. So I wasn't mad at them, even though I was like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> I missed my train. And the thing is, I missed it by like five minutes because oh, no. <laughs> we were like, oh, we're going to be responsible and go like really early <laughs> and maybe get a snack before. Yeah. Oh. But it was it was it worked out. Um, and the subway was good because uh, we put um, our kids t-money cards in lanyards for them Uh, and so they had fun like tapping in tapping uh, out on their own and stuff like that so that was nice cool right so korean language section yay (laughs) yeah yeah what have we got this time grace okay so this time it's two kind of random separate things um, so the first one I wanted to elaborate on Pojanghe Juseo. Because Pojanghe Juseo is please pack it to go. And I had mentioned this in the last um, Seoul podcast. Um, 
but I ended up using uh, another variation, another couple of variations on it more because I was trying to get takeout um, so that, you know, we didn't have to dine in yeah. at the restaurant a bunch. Um, and so I ended up using pojang teo or pojang kanung heo. So pojang teo is uh, can you wrap it? And pojang kanung heo is is it possible to wrap? Okay. To go? Yeah. Um, because I wanted to check before ordering. Got it. Whereas right. I feel like pojang he juseo, um, it could be confusing. I mean, maybe contextually not confusing. Um, it, it, it's a similar thing that you say, like at the end of the meal, when you have leftovers and you want to take it. Mm. Um, so I use the other variation sometimes. Yeah. Um, just to be very clear. <laughs> before I start ordering, before I waste our time. Yeah. <laughs> um, is it possible? Cool. And then the second thing is totally... Uh, not related thing, but based on um, an epiphany I had um, after we finished um, recording the um, our language uh, Korean language nuances yes. um, episode. Yeah. Um, so I think I shared this with you at that time. But um, what I realized um, after that, you know, the silly song explanation that I did, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which I totally stand by. Um, because I, I think it's accurate. But I realized that um, the simpler way to describe the vowel sound um, that is Romanized, the Korean vowel sound that is Romanized as EU, yeah. uh, is that it's the same EU sound that you hear in French, in uh. like the words bleu or de or neuf or peu, like. Um, Bleu is like blue. Uh, de is like the number two. Neuf is number nine. Pe is like a little. Mm. Um, this is my, you know, my high school French that I <laughs> barely remember. <laughs> but it's that that sound. Uh. Yeah. So um, I actually wouldn't be surprised if um, when they were coming up with, you know, the romanizations, they actually took the EU sound from French. Uh, for, yes. for the Korean. I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know if this is true, but like it is, it is very close, mm. um, if not exactly the same. So that is, that is um, probably the easier way to explain the EU uh, vowel sound. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, some, e yeah. some examples then of Korean words with the EU sound. Okay, so um, so two uh, actors uh, or actresses, uh, Kim Ko Un, Kim, Kim Go Un is yeah. you know in Goblin and you know Little Woman and Yui Cells, um, <laughs> one of our favorite actresses. Um, so she, her the second syllable of her na uh, given name, Ko Un, is with that that vowel sound. Um, the park that I did not get to go to, Tejang Kum, um, that Kum also has that EU vowel sound. Um, the sugar song, He Kum, uh, which means the lifting of a restriction, or there was another meaning too, but I can't remember. Kum, 
that EU is that sound there in the second syllable. And then an actor, Cha Unu, Cha Unu, who is in like True Beauty, My Idea is Gangnam Beauty, Rookie Historian. He was just in the island as well, I think. I didn't know. Oh, yeah. Okay. I haven't seen anything with him in a long time. So, yeah, those are the ones that I remember. But so Un in his first name, I mean in his given name, Unu, that first part is with the EU sound. Ah, okay. So cha un child. Yeah. But if you can say the French bleu, then you can say the Korean EU sound. Yay. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I, I don't know if my French pronunciation is like great, but I think these are uh, the same. <laughs> Watch me like messing it up in both languages. But <laughs> I think it makes it, yeah. I think it's very helpful. I think it's very helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Last time in our Soul podcast, we had a patron question that we weren't able to answer. So I think Grace had this in mind when you went, right? And so you've had some more views on it. So the original question was um, how accessible um, is the city to people with disabilities? Can a traveler use a wheelchair easily or are there stairs and steep hills everywhere? Okay. This, this was just my observation as I was you know, walking around and sometimes tripping. Um, (laughs) I do not recall seeing wheelchair users out and about, um, but that might just be um, me, um, you know, being oblivious or, you know, being distracted with other things. Um, But I did notice that many street level surfaces are pretty bumpy, Mm. Um, including with the, you know, with the intentional, the yellow bumps for um, people with vision impairment. Yeah. Um, including with a lot of those. Um, so I think they would be difficult to go over with a manually powered wheelchair, like if mm. you're pushing it yourself. Um, I did see there, there were sidewalk cutouts in, in most places that I can recall in Seoul. Um, although they don't didn't always fully reach to street level, that may, there might have been a little bit of um, a, bump. a lip. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there might have been a little bit of a lip on a bunch of them. Um, but I did I did see a, a number of ramps at um, some attractions and like public areas. Um, but I'm not sure if the grade of the ramps is standardized because I recall um, when we returned from Busan to Seoul and we were um, rolling our luggage from Seoul station down to the taxi uh, line, um, the taxi stand in front, we used the ramp. And I thought to myself, this ramp is pretty steep. Mm. Um, So I'm not sure if it is, standardized. And I I noticed escalators and elevators in most of the subway stops that we went on and we were like city center. So Mm, mm. like the places where, you know, um, more people are going, but it wasn't necessarily the most convenient. Like it was like all off in the corner, way, way to one side or, or something like that. Um, Yeah. So I'm, 
And, and then I've, I've also read like blog posts and like Facebook travel posts and things like that, that have confirmed this, like it, it is kind of inconvenient and it would be, I think doable if you plan well, um, mm. like you can like look up online, you know, kind of subway station maps and things like that so that you can have an idea of where you're going. And if you're, you know, taking your time, I think it will be doable based on like um, Facebook posts, but it may be difficult. Yeah. So I wouldn't say it's easy. It's doable if you like really want to. And probably if you have a travel companion to help. Yeah. Um, I think it'd be really difficult to do if you were on your own with a wheelchair. And, and, and you can, I think you can do um, some research too, because I, I looked on Reddit and, you know, a couple of blogs and things like that. And people mentioned that there are like certain services, like Ho City has like a, um, a special taxi service for mm. um, people um, who have wheelchairs. Um, but also that's not always available. You know, there's a limited supply, that kind of thing. Um, apparently this whole government also like has, maps posted online of different tourist areas and how easily accessible they are to people with differing uh, uh, mobility challenges. And so yeah. it is doable with a lot of research. Um, I wouldn't say that it's probably going to be the easiest though. So mm. um, I think that that was my sense of it. And, you know, Reddit is your friend. <laughs> Um, <laughs> um, and, and like Facebook, um, travel posts and things like that will have information. Um, I did, you know, read a few travel posts where like, you know, the bus drivers were really helpful and things like that for people who were walking with a cane, et cetera. Um, mm. but I'm not sure about with, with a wheelchair. Cool. So I think when we're on to our last question I had for you, which was like, so you mentioned next time you want to go, you want to go for a bit longer. So was there a, did you come away with a list of things like I did of things you wants to do and didn't have time yeah, for? Yeah, I, um, I, I, I did. And, and a lot of them overlap with you. <laughs> a lot of my list uh, overlaps. Um, like I don't take care of my skin, but like the idea that I could go somewhere and they can like take care of my skin for me is, is appealing. So <laughs> So I also want to like, <laughs> you know, um, kind of explore that whole K beauty skin treatment <laughs> type of thing. Um, I would really like to see all of it because um, there's so many cafes, like Sophie had mentioned, there's so many mm. cafes and like, they're like all kinds of cute themes, beautiful, like um, delicious, et cetera. And so I, I want to do the cafes just like you getting outside of Seoul a bit more, um, also like you. Um, but I did also uh, think that it would be nice to do more hiking in Korea. Because, um, mm. you know, just being in Seoul and seeing the mountains in the in the neighborhoods, yeah. like I thought they, they were really beautiful. Um, and it would be nice to kind of discover a little bit more. And also because, um, I recently watched my liberation notes and I'm not going to spoil it because I know that uh -huh. you just started, but 
But I just started, a, there, yeah. there are some scenes of one of the characters hiking one of the, the mountains, actually, that um, in our first Airbnb, we could see, like, um, nearby. Uh, um, I think yeah. it's called Ingwanshan or something like that. Ingwanshan? Ingwanshan? Um, but it looks so beautiful in the My Liberation Notes um, footage. And so I, I thought, oh, yeah. it would be nice to stay in that area again and hike, you know, that mountain. Yeah. And I, part of the reason I want to stay for a long time is I would like to take like some kind of Korean immersion course and maybe some like Korean history type classes because oh, I think it'd yeah. be, like I, I learned a little bit more about Korean history, um, you know, while mm -hmm. I was there and also from you know, the variety show <laughs> that I watched on the way there. Um, and I, I just thought like uh, how interesting and um, it would be nice to know a little bit more about um, the history of where my family is from. Yeah. Mm. And, and, and also, oh, the, the, the last thing I have on this list is um, like a real Hanok stay because we stayed in an Airbnb that is like a modernized Hanok. Um, but yeah. there are like guest houses like all over the country um, where there's like mm. it's like a real Hanok and then they like have meals and stuff served with like, you know, you know, the the tables you've seen where it's like there seems to be like 20 different pantan, you know? Yeah. And it's just like, covered in yeah. little dishes. Like I wanna, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanna try that too, you know, as part of. Also, oh, these Hanok, these Hanok stays, you get, you get that kind right, of Right, right. You get that you kind get, of experience. Like, Tons and tons yeah, of yeah, yeah. Actually, okay. when before I, uh, my family, um, you know, my immediate family arrived, my sister and my parents um, were traveling down south more, um, and they did one, and like their pictures looked really nice, oh. and I thought, oh, this looks, oh. this looks like fun. I, I want to do this, preferably when my my kids are both more open minded <laughs> about trying new things. <laughs> Because it would really you just be have like, to make some pasta, banchan, <laughs> chips, banchan. Right? Or like, here's a bowl of rice banchan. and a package of seaweed. Eat this while I eat all this other stuff. <laughs> you know, it's just like, oh, gosh. <laughs> so when do you reckon you might be back then, Grace? Do you reckon you could be doing this as an annual trip, do you think? I think maybe not an annual trip. I, um kind of want to wait until because when I returned I had this conversation with my friend and she had just returned from a vacation with her um three-year-old now yeah three-year-old uh, <laughs> and she she talked about how difficult it was even though they you know they went on a beach um vacation and it shouldn't have been that hard um but like I said oh yeah and international is like just another level too and um she mentioned that her dad when when she was growing up always said like you know cultural things you have to wait until your kids are like nine like you can do nature things before then but like cultural things uh it's a certain age like uh, a certain level of maturity and yeah. i was like oh that makes sense because my nine-year-old had a blast <laughs> Maybe I should wait until my six-year-old is like nine or almost nine <laughs> for the next time I do this. Yeah. So like I was thinking the year after next. <laughs> oh, that'd be so cool. 
Yeah. Yeah. Great. Well, thanks, Grace, for sharing all of your experiences in Seoul. It was really nice to have like this Seoul part two and listen to how your trip went. Yeah. And <laughs> thank you. Yay. And for any of the rest of you, and Leah's Leah's going to be heading out to Seoul later this year as well. So for anyone else that's also making a trip out, um, enjoy yourselves and we're very jealous yeah <laughs> yeah have fun have fun 감사합니다 thank you for listening we hope you have enjoyed our pod follow us on our instagram at afternoona asks or our website www.afternoonaasks.com to get more k-drama content from a writer's lens follow our sister pod afternoona delight for any BTS fans out there, our other sister pod, Afternoon Army, is here for all your needs. If you want to hang with us and other K-drama fans, consider joining us on Afternoon Delight Patreon. There are different levels for you to access. Go to www.afternoonadelightpodcast.com to sign up. Finally, if you have any questions for us, please feel free to contact us via our socials or our email, afternoonaasks at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Until next time, 다음에 또 만나요.